Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Book of the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from March 16th, 1991. We're almost done with the first quarter of the year, Doc. I'm sitting here with Doc, and not yet with Hard Body Hopper. He says he's going to be joining us, and I'll throw it to Doc, and Doc can tell you the text message we got about 25 minutes before we were scheduled to start. Oh, well, this story, we got a episodic podcast this thing out so we didn't have harper last week and we we're like shit who knows man i mean shit you know it's harper um what was it about 45 minutes or an hour after we uh, got off the air last week it was about 45 minutes after we got done of a 90 minute show so we got done and got out of filth mode, returned into family man mode, reassimilated into the family back in the other parts of our homes. And we get a text from Harper going, y'all still on? No. We finished around 8.15. And then by 8.45, maybe it was only 30 minutes, he's asking us if we're still on. Like we've ever gone to nine without good reason before ever. It's not just that. It's just he doesn't. He has no concept of time. So um, we actually got some fair warning, um, though, which was nice. Um, He was very thoughtful tonight and giving us a hey. I'm going to be I'm going to be late tonight. Oh, thanks for the (laughs) Seven years in, and there's a first time for everything. It's like an old marriage where people are still surprising each other. Uh, Lady Harper's uh, battery died. And we're like, well, you know, you need to go take care of, you know. We're very, um, we're chivalrous crew. You got to go take care of your lady. Um, But then it got confusing, did it not? He said something about her battery, and then he messaged us i said 10-4 bubba doc i'll talk to you shortly or something i don't remember and then he texted us back after i texted you and said man i got skype issues because yeah skype was acting up got that worked out and then i get a text back from him he said she's got a prius it won't take long no he said fill up he said it's a prius it'll only take 20 bucks to fill up 
I don't know what that has to do with the battery. Is that a hi- is that is that a hybrid? A Prius is a hybrid. Unless okay, they so, have an all so if the battery's dead, he can't do anything about that till tomorrow. But he could fill it up with gas, and she could get home. But no, no, that's not that's no, not how that vehicle. I don't no. I don't understand how that works yet. <laughs> I, I haven't dug into the technology. No. No, a hybrid, a hybrid, it's still a gas vehicle. The, the, the only reason, at least with a Prius, it'll run on battery at very slow speeds or slow acceleration, but it's still running on gasoline. So I don't know what gas has to do with her battery. And as far as his, getting a battery tomorrow, I mean, you can get a jump and get a battery from Walmart. I mean, you get a battery from anywhere right now. They're like AutoZone's still open. It's not that late. So I, I, I don't know what the fill-up had to do with the battery. Like those, those things are unrelated. But I'm sure the superstar will explain when he finally joins, right? We'll see. <laughs> Hold your breath, right? I think the better thing to do is... What's the, like an over and under, what's the odds that he shows up at all? Is it 50-50? Oh, uh, easy 50-50. Okay. Easy. So it is, it, is a, it is a true flip of the coin on whether or not he shows up. Which oh, is funny yeah. because we basically said the same thing at 8.45 this morning when we had our first communication of the day. You know... People don't this understand. Is, this is becoming a rib from you to me. And I know it is. That's why I just always respond with now. I guess we'll know at 630 or 7, whatever time we're scheduled to start. Why? Because you, every single Tuesday, decide to ask me, we got the superstar tonight or HH with us tonight or Harper with us tonight? Well, no, it's not a rib. It's, it's not. a rib. It's not. It's a rib. It's, it's really gotten not. to the point where I'm almost going to no sell it when you do it because I'm well, like, he's just uh-oh. playing at this point. So, <laughs> guess who lost another page out of his notes? You did. Yeah. Well, we'll make it happen. What happened? The, the, the your gimmick uh, not working like it should. Yeah. Well, I mean, shocker, right? I mean, right. It, um, so we got Panem printer issues. We got that bullshit. Yeah. Well. So there's two things. First of all, you have absolutely zero conversational skills in the art of small talk and like opening up a conversation. No, your problem is you want to have small talk conversations when I got shit to do, like lots of shit. And I realize the bookers don't work you to the bone. Bookers work me to the bone. Okay, you don't understand that. You should figure out I how got to better your life. Shit to do. I got shit to do. I don't have time to sit around my thumb up my ass, okay? Like you do. That's not very nice, but Well, you um, the one that brought it up. And then the other thing is, is that sometimes like Harper's like a like we think of Harper as being out on the town, Mr. Cool. But in some ways Harper's kinda like an old man. So like he calls you and talks on the phone, right? Yeah, I mean he'll text, but if he's got something like he needs to just talk, he he uh, or say he he'll so, call me. So yeah. he'll he'll 
pick up and call a motherfucker, which um, if you and I speak on the phone, what's happened? Something major. Something big. Or or we're recording this show. Right, right, right. One of the two. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not counting this. Oh, well, then, yeah. It's a, some a catastrophe, maybe. Yeah, something bad's happened. So No doubt. So maybe Harper called you and said, bah, bah, I'm excited about the show. I don't know. So I was just asking. It's the day of the show. I'm getting my mind ready to entertain these people. And you are too worried about getting ribbed. No, because you know it's a work. You like you ask the same thing every single Tuesday morning. Hey, bro, we got Harper tonight. Like, like you've even said it on this show. We don't know if we've got him. We have no clue. And even when he's here, Spectrum might drop him. I uh, don't. I think he's got Spectrum. I think he's got Cox. Oh. Yeah, well, I think he's got, I think he's got cocks. So something else I wanted to follow up on uh, from last week, I think, or whenever, was now the news has come out that Ric Flair saying he was dehydrated. Bro, I don't have the time or the patience to deal with all the news that's coming out about that show after the fact. So I don't know <sighs> any of what you're talking about, other than that this. It's just. So here's the thing. I told you that something was off with him. And Dehydra- yeah, he's old. Well, no, 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 no. Because he has that sparkle in his eye when he's at the Applebee's bar getting some wings and, and another pint. He didn't have that sparkle. I'm telling you, there was something wrong. Like, I get he can't, like, do the head first over the ropes, you know, the flop or anything. I get that. But he didn't have the spark. And so I think it's entirely possible that he really was dehydrated and messed up because of that. Because at 73, that shit will hit you hard. I mean, back when we were fucking, you know, 10 years old, you drink you a glass of Sharkleberry Finn Kool-Aid and you were good to go for the rest of the day. But I mean, he's 73. Bruh, but the reason he said he was dehydrated was because... He had tried to get his weight to a certain level, and I can't remember the exact pounds that uh that he was looking for, and that was the reason. The reason he quote unquote supposedly passed out twice was because of the dehydration. But he he was dehydrated because he was trying to get down to a certain weight I, for yeah. the match. Is that what you heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He is a lunatic worrying about getting down to a certain weight when he's out there in trunks in a T-shirt. Like, it doesn't... It's the most baby boomer thing. The more I hear about this, it's just... It's the the most baby boomer shit in the world to forget to drink some water. My 10-year-old who plays soccer knows how to hydrate, what not to drink, what to drink, how much to drink, when to drink it. Like, it's a thing. Let me... Let me clarify something. I need to ask this. When he supposedly passed or was saying dehydrated, did that did that come from the horse's mouth as yeah. in Rick? Yeah. So Rick Flair said yes. he was dehydrated. And what right? his son-in-law said 
was it was com- Rick never copped to this piece of it, but con- but son-in-law said it was compounded by adrenaline and nerves. Because then I stumbled on some dirt sheets after you told me this, because you were the one that listened to it. I stumbled on some dirt sheets where supposedly he was mad that people were mocking him about the dehydration. And I'm like, dude, you, you're in your seventies. You were dehydrated. You said you were dehydrated. No one made this up. I, I don't, bro. I just. So here's the thing. He wasn't going to have a, he wasn't going to have a good match regardless. Bro, but Jesus in, couldn't have a good match with him right now. But he ensured that it was going to be a colossal disaster by being dehydrated. And that's what I'm saying is he couldn't wink at the ladies and do some Nate stuff because he was holding on for dear life to not keep passing out. You know, he couldn't give the people the, the ride. And anybody who's going, well, blah, 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 it's okay, is just being delusional. He was a shell of himself out there. And he was always going to be somewhat of a shell because of the age. But you still, when you meet the, I don't expect the nature boy to go out and go 45 with Steamboat in 2022. But if I meet him somewhere, I, I won't want a woo and a him trying to, like, you know, hit on your wife or girlfriend or something. <laughs> That's part of, I mean, you buy the ticket, you take the ride kind of thing. So I think there's some validity to it. I think it absolutely means he's already pouring over the contracts to try to figure out the wiggle room that says he can get back in the ring at some point. He did say his biggest regret from the weekend, other than not hydrating, was saying that it was going to be his last match. Oh, he said that? Yeah. Are you kidding? No. He really said that on the, on the yeah. same podcast you heard? Yes. His exact words. Let me clarify because sometimes. I'm don't... not quoting, but I, it's close enough to what he said. And then he did his little cackle laugh. But, I mean, he ain't joking. Jesus, Lord. Well, he did say. I could have swore when he was cutting that promo, he was like. Now, this isn't my last match. So, I mean. Now, he was very complimentary of, like, Bret Hart and Undertaker and all those folks and the nice things, ever, how he was treated and all of that. And I'm saying, and you're saying, like, you know, I'm not saying these things don't give him joy, like grandchildren and children. He's obviously super proud of Charlotte. Um. And I get the sense, listening to Conrad, that he said something recently on a show, like, you know, he tried to drink himself to death after Reed died. So I don't get that. But Rick doesn't fill up his cup the same way normal people fill up their cup. Like, I'm going to fade from the spotlight. I'm going to sit on the porch with a Steve Weiser and watch the grandkids play grab ass in the front yard. That's nice if it happens. But Rick Rick doesn't see the look in the mirror and see the age. Yeah. It's still 1986. Somewhat. I just... And he told he told Connie, he said we they stayed out till three o'clock that night. Yeah. Down at Kid Rock's that's, bar. That's healthy for somebody his age. And then he well, 
And then in Puerto Rico, they all wanted to go out, and he had to like beg off at some point. Bruh, and he goes, think... "I go to." Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He goes, "I go to bed around ten now." And then he said, "But I probably could get back into the habit of staying out till three. And his son-in-law said, "Maybe it's best that you don't." Doc, I want you to think about something. Yeah, the son-in-law is right. I agree with Conrad. Um, did. Just, just think about this. One of the worst things you can do when you're dehydrated is go start drinking liquor. This fool, this he's a mess. He passed out, according to him, he passed out twice in the match from dehydration. And what does he do? He goes out right. drinking until 3 a.m. <laughs> no, the first thing he had was a beer in the back, and Undertaker grabbed it from him and gave him a Gatorade. You know, and he said it, and he said it, and I believe it. I actually believe this. He said once he drank a Gatorade or two, he felt incredible. I don't know, bro. When you pass out from dehydration, you need more than two Gatorades. Well, maybe. He's also a guy that <laughs> legitimately had a heart rate in the 30s. I guess. Any, I I can't with Flair anymore. Any other thoughts well, on Flair? Uh, let's stay gotta... on the rest. Let's stay on the wrestling page. I need your thoughts on the big championship matches down at GCW this weekend, where your favorite wrestler John Moxley took on uh, the internet's favorite wrestler Effie. I I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna sh shoot straight with you, like I shot straight with you earlier. Okay, you asked me about this earlier. Well, what is I this? What is this? What happened? You tell the people because I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. All I saw was what I sent you. All I saw was two screenshots of Moxley. That's about some... all I know. Look, yeah, but you, you read me, some story that they that let me, they let me were busted open and kissing or something. I don't I mean, like you. You're the one who brought this up. This is let your me, topic. Let me break a dirty little secret down for you. You don't got to really know a bunch of shit to get on here and do this. <laughs> yeah, you do if you're going to start being critical of stuff. Oh, you we're going to least... start that now, seven years into this? I didn't come in here to critique it. I asked you what you thought of what you saw. And what this is is apparently Effie, who works for GCW, I believe, and John Moxley had a match, and they had a kiss-off where they kissed each other a bunch of times. Wait, no, no, no. That's not what you, that's not my understanding. See, this is why I wish I knew what actually happened. That way I could at least say this is what occurred. One, let me, hold on, bro. Let me break it down real quick. One, I don't care about GCW generally. I, I don't know enough about it. I know it's a promotion, but I, it's just, I, I just don't have, I don't care enough to care what's that cornetism for the people that like that type of thing that's the type of thing them people like like if that's your thing hey bro more power to you knock yourself out i'm not being critical of that at all some people like french kissing you know water bottles for a living i don't know whatever floats your boat as long as you're not harming me so that's step number one here in this discussion as i'm making this comment about it because you just need my opinion about moxley having a kiss off whatever it seems dumb, but I didn't see the whole thing. Now, Moxley on AEW, bruh, I just, there's not a dude on that show outside of 
I can't say that because there's a couple of people that still work there. I'm like, eh, yeah, I got nothing to do with that. I, I can't watch this. I just, the fast forward button gets a workout, and that's how I can get through AEW in like 20, 25 minutes usually. I just, I don't care. Moxley is the type of dude, like for me, he needs somebody like Vince McMahon to just tell him what he can and can't do because the dude is just off. That's the like, thing that made I, him the maddest. And that's the thing that angered him, but... Like when I watch him in again, this ain't about GCW, it's about AEW. I think he's got a lot of talent actually. I just think he's like completely misguided. I don't enjoy I don't enjoy his promos. I don't enjoy his matches, whether he's a heel or a babyface. Like I just don't enjoy it. It just it like bores me to the point where I'm like, eh, whatever. Like I hate to be like that and be the because I told this is one thing you're not telling the people when you ask me about this Moxley Effie thing. I said I do not want to be like Cornette, somebody who yells and screams for hours a week. Well, I have a follow-up about, question. If you'd stop yelling at me, I'm not yelling at you, but I don't want to be like that where you hate watch stuff and yell and scream about something. We don't hate watch this 1991 stuff. We laugh at some of the stupidity and the stuff that we don't like, we go, what are they doing? And we move on. But we okay, don't get so, angry about so it. So the, the other piece is, is that he had, he, uh, Moxley had, um, I, did, I fixed it. Shut up. He had Effie in a chokehold from behind, and uh, Effie got turned on by that. Effie, if you don't know, is a homosexual in real life for a shoot. He's a shoot. He's a shoot homosexual, and he started reaching down in his drawers and his tights and doing something. Well, I mean, whatever makes them happy. I mean, that's okay. So here's my question: In a world where we can't do anything to get heat. Are you for not is using gay stuff outside the realm of good taste in wrestling in 2022? That's the I, question. I mean, I don't even, I don't even like, I don't, I know what you're getting at. Like, cause I'm going to use the example of like boy, Tony in Memphis, or even when he first came to world class, he was boy Tony, and that lasted two weeks. Me and Lance have a theory that the TV station told them this ain't gonna fly here, brother. It's no, it's on the om, on the Omo. No, 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 no. I, I I'm being serious here. So he comes I, in. I do. He comes in and he's he's boy Tony, and he's got the makeup on. You know the whole boy George gimmick, whatever. Like that. That's what I'll compare it to. And he's got the whole gimmick on, right? And then within like two weeks, he's cowboy Tony, and he really becomes cowboy Tony. But the but the the or I think he's still boy Tony, but it's toned down. The makeup, the lipstick, all that's gone. And then he becomes cowboy Tony, where he kind of is a little feminine type, but hey man, he's really a lot not. Of, a lot of cowboys are gay. You ever seen Brokeback Mountain? So when you ask that question, I think the problem is society now gets offended by everything. And the point of him, the point of if you had a like a gimmick like that, I think it would I think most people would be too offended by it for it to really register with folks like they'd just be mad. Like people. Here's what I mean by that. If you are offended and don't like gay people, you're going to hate that your promotion does that gimmick. If you are 
if you are and I'm just saying like you're a person who's accepting of of people who are gay. You, you don't care. You believe people should live their life, which, by the way, that's me. I don't give a damn what you are as long as you ain't harming me and my family. Do do you, bro? Just don't cause trouble in this world. Well, so you and- you well, let me let me finish. Let me finish for real. Like Let me finish this thought. If if there are people that would be offended or there are people who are supportive of homosexual folks, if they get offended by that gimmick because they think you're making fun of them, that's one group. But then you also have the other group of people who are these holier than thou folks that don't believe people should um, be gay and they it, it just goes against every fiber of their being. They get mad. So like you have two different groups of people who get mad about that gimmick like for different reasons though so like when i tell you right now i don't think you can do that now in 2022 it's not because i think it shouldn't be done it's because i think everybody is just ready to be mad about something and none of it's worth drawing none of it is the stuff that would draw any any fun heat or any money but that's a different story yeah, that's so, true too. It's and not so some money. people would say, "Oh, well, it's supposed to be a family environment," and then allow like Francine or Beulah to come out, where you can see, you know, the inner lining of their uterus. And so what they're really telling on themselves is they think gay people is wrong. Bro, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I the do. real problem here, and this is where we don't want to bury the lead. Man, there's nobody on the AEW roster that has more changed the channel energy than John Moxley. He's the worst. I don't, I don't know. Um, Orange. I'll Cassidy. say it. What do you want? What? He's gonna, he's gonna show up to my house and walk in and wrestle like he's five ten instead of six four and slink around and and then take a pizza cutter to my dog. He's boring. He's not. Boring. He's not all that badass. Orange Cassidy is 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 it's pretty bad me too but like so I mean like if I really went down the roster I could start naming folks but yeah I I can't with Moxley man and the thing that's disappointing to me is I think he trained under Les Thatcher sir yeah um I think he trained under him so like I noticed dude like you think of Les you think of just one of the great people in wrestling like not only a good person, but just great mind. Doesn't get the notoriety he should, but he. Hey man, somebody was somebody great. was Hitler's kindergarten teacher. You can't be responsible all your life for what you. Well, you doing. know what? That's a great point. <laughs> because because man, dude Moxley, I liked him better in WWE. But I can't mm-hmm. watch when that dude is on TV. I'm just like, man. And then he starts cutting promos in. It's like he's trying to sound like a lunatic and deranged, but it's too forced. I can't, man. Like, uh, he's got talent, but what the hell? But again, he's making more money than I do, so I guess he knows what he's doing, right? Oh, sure. That's a good answer. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I have some good news for you. What is that? Uh, is Hopper on? No, that would be great news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a five star review to read. I saw that, and it tells me that we're not being censored on Apple. Right. 
So please read it. Okay, so we got a, a one. Uh, it came in uh, last week, middle of the week. One 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 hashtag fan f a n n number one show in all of podcasts. Thanks guys for all the great content and for being there every single week without putting best of show every other week. I mean, he's on to something. I mean, I get that you had to go promote your event, but I mean, shit, we've been over here knocking out rent at the shoot job for seven straight years. That's stressful. We've had family members die. People get sick. Youth sports. Youth sports. Harper stretching out the anal hymen of every chick in the Metairie area. I mean, there's a lot to put up with. Oh man! <laughs> All right, yeah. No, I was Thank glad you. to see that. Thanks for the five star reviews once again. We appreciate them. Um, also, just a word, and this may be helping you out to pimp the uh, patron, becoming a patron. Um, we are trying to get the annual uh, NFL preview show uh, booked, so that I can come in and uh, teach half pint how to how to think correctly about football, the American football. And, uh, we'll see if he can, uh, he can make it. Dude, he's been bugging me nonstop too. Oh my God. Hey, Mike, 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 Mike. I can't do his voice. Little country voice, low pitch because he's four foot 11. Yeah. Uh, he's been bugging me. Hey, real quick. Um, you're talking about the patrons and, uh, being a patron. Uh, remember you can become a patron and support this show where we don't do ads. We don't do best of shows. We have never in seven years, doc done a best of show and we don't plan on ever doing one. So become a patron, uh, support the show, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. That's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. The link is in the show notes and show description. You'd be able to find it there. Uh, we got plenty of stuff coming up on Patreon, not only the football preview, but hey, I mean, all those clashes. Doc and I just did a clash in a uh, pay per view just uh, within the last few weeks that we uh, knocked out of the park. Lots of fun there. And you can only get those on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You were about to say something, Doc? Well, back, you know, again, things that people invent and don't invent. One of our good personal close mentors, you know, does crazy reads of their ads and their products and things that it does. But I remember getting one of our early sponsorships with some insurance thing canceled because I asked if they could insure a jar of Tiger Woods semen that I bought off the Internet. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah. Was that the? Something like that. Yeah, you made a you made a weird joke. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, yeah, that was my buddy who uh, used to run not not Adam Price who has his insurance agency in Mississippi. This was another friend of mine in Texas. Watch it. Who, that uh, sounds like an ad. Who did a um, no? Well, no. Well, Adam Adam gets plugs anytime he wants. A Price INS. If you need insurance and you live in you live in Mississippi, uh, at AOL.com. A Price. Can you INS. imagine? Selling insurance in Mississippi and around those people. You need cootie insurance. And, like, I need some insurance that all these third world people aren't going to, like, try to eat me. Uh, Adam's going to like that. I was in Mississippi not too long ago, and it's pretty broken down. Broken. 
<laughs> broken. Yes, broken. Uh, real quick, before I uh, do move along, uh, new patron Jacob P., thanks for becoming a new patron, and Ian L., thanks for bumping up your pledge. Doc, I've been contemplating doing something for the patrons. Uh, what do you think about, you know, this show usually drops on Thursday nights, right? What do you think about if you're a patron, you get the show Monday morning? Start off your work week the right way. Well, I think this is a great way for us to do a little market research. So we're going to float <laughs> it out there to the patrons. And if you like that idea or don't like that idea or don't really care, make sure you contact Mike and let him know. Okay. I'll do a little cross tabs on the uh, results and tell you if we have a statistically significant difference uh, between groups. And then we'll oh, use no. analytics to uh, drive the drive the car, you know? Sure you will. Uh, you just make that up on the fly, man, or what? Sure, why not? <laughs> That's how the rest of this is done, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we don't really script hey, this thing, man. We I just... don't give a shit when it comes out because I don't listen to it. But the point I would say, just to save yourself a little heartache, is is if, if you have time in your busy schedule of whatever it is that you do to get the show uh, edited and prepared uh, with audio quality for 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 release. I okay. Just make sure it's on time is what you're saying. No, I said don't promise something that would make your life oh. harder to deliver. Oh yeah, I got you. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I've been floating that idea. I've had a I've had some people contact me saying, "Hey, you know, why don't you do that?" And I'm like, "You know, hey, I mean, you know why? Cuz they want to be sitting in their Monday morning staff meeting with an earbud in and trying not to giggle while Harper's talking about fishing doo-doo out of some girl's booty. With his tongue. <laughs> Grow up. What's wrong with you, man? Hey, man, if you're down there munching around as much as he is, you know you're going to run into, you know, a Tootsie Roll from time to time. Dingleberry. Yeah, something. Some broad. Yeah. That, I mean, if you're a broad that, you know, let Harper take you home on the first night, there's, you know, maybe there's a chance that there's some come on bro doo-doo dust down there i don't know are you serious man like, girls are bro. dirty they are they are hey doc i had i had mikey and dfw send me something from uh, uh -oh. from you know just shows that we do and whatnot anyway i i figured I figured you'd get a, a kick out of this it's it's been a while it, it, this has actually been over a year since this happened on air so let me see if I can uh, play this for you real quick and get it queued up. Play. Oh, fuck. I got a Darren story that I forgot to bring up. And this oh, shit fuck. hit me fucking yesterday. Oh, please, share. It, it was when Luke got back uh, from, from filming Heels. And me, Luke, and Darren, we uh, went to Hooters. And we're talking about wrestling. And he says something about, you know, one of the best uh, gimmicks was, was what uh, Callaway did. And I was like, Who? It's like Callaway. It's like who the fuck is Callaway? It's like you mean you know Mark Callaway. It's like you mean the fucking Undertaker. It's like yeah. So why don't you fucking call him the Undertaker? It's like what you with the high school fucking with him, bro. Bro, I'm telling you right now, if Luke was smart, he'd have those two clowns doing his commentary. For <laughs> what two clowns? 
Harper and D Man. Everybody and sell it on a, a do an alternative commentary. You know, like on ESPN when they do the yeah the, the five across, but you could hear X rated commentary for your your product. <laughs> Bro, that's one of the better segments in show history. That's all I'm saying. I'd say, starts, top, I'd say it's top 100. Harper starts stuttering. You went to high school with him. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, Doc, uh, we are almost 40 minutes in, and we haven't started talking about Saturday night as we wait for Harper. So, as you know, as we said, we didn't know if we'd have him. Ain't that right, Doc? I believe we've uh, kicked the can as far down the road as we can without talking about some real wrestling from 1991. Yeah, we pretty much have. So um, let me tell you what. Let me get the video version going, and I just got that set up. So, again, it is March the 16th of 1991. A couple of quick notes from this taping before we jump into it. According to the records at the history of WWE.com, this episode was taped March 12th of 1991 at Center Stage. So we're back at Center Stage. And then, Doc, I'm going to play some audio from the intro because Paulie and Missy – I mean, they're both kind of childish, but Paulie's really childish. Let's listen in to what goes down. Everyone, and welcome to TBS and World Championship Wrestling. I'm Jim Ross, and along with Paulie Dangerously and Missy Hyatt, we'll describe the next two hours of action, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a great broadcast. You're going to see the one-man gang in one-on-one competition. Plus, you're also going to see beautiful Bobby take on Terry Taylor. We're also going to have a big six-man tag match I'll tell you about momentarily, but, Paul, you've got a very special danger zone today. I have a very special danger zone, one that he couldn't land, one that she couldn't land. I have a man whose genius almost, not quite, exceeds mine. I'm talking about the road boss for the fabulous Freebirds and Diamond Dallas Page, Big Daddy Dink on the danger zone tonight. And Missy, who are you going to be interviewing? I have a bigger interview because I had the interview with the real giant of world championship wrestling, Sid Vicious. Fans, speaking of the giant, El Gigante, Sting and Lex Luger will be taking on Dangerous Dan Spivey, Barry Windham, and Larry Zbysko in six-man competition here today. The children are playing, but right now we've got to go to the ring. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on the opening there with Paul Lee, Jim Ross, Missy? I, w- you know? I like them fighting, but not at the open. I don't know why. You know, I've just been. I wanted to play it because we've been discussing it. Paulie and Missy. I mean, they really are like children, and Jr's just calling them, you know, kids. They're acting like kids. They're just trying to get their stuff in and trying to prove who's better. Uh, this is gonna go on for some time, and I guess that's all I want to say as we jump into the first match with the Freebirds, introduced by Diamond Dallas Page and all his flair. They're gonna take on Joe Barrett and Keith Hart. Uh, Doc, it, it, what part of your notes got deleted? Is it this opening part of the show from um, that gimmick yeah. your wife gave you? Oh, great. So um, I'm going to ask you if you recall anything from this then. Uh, no. No. Yeah, it, it, so it's not really much of a match. Obviously, you got Barrett in there and Keith Hart and uh, the Freebirds are going to do their thing. The finish is the ref gets distracted. Hayes and Garvin double team Barrett, and Barrett is double DDT'd for the win. I don't know why the ref, while the match is going on, is having a conversation on the outside of the ring with DDP and his diamond doll. Um, they made Pee Wee Anderson look we stupid We need to here, talk but... about this diamond doll in a little bit. Do you want to talk about her now or when? No, or later? no, I want to wait. Okay. 
All right. Um, so any any other thoughts in before I keep this show moving? Freebirds win up. I mean, win. it looks like they're going to fire them back up with the uh, <laughs> Burger King. Get a Whopper, get some disposable razors. What a dumb shit promotion and a dumb shit commercial. Um, they're going to put them in with the pistols again. And, uh, you know, I guess bringing some sluts and big and Humperdink and DDP is sluts? a good way to refresh them. Sluts? Bruh, you watch Humperdinck's interview in a minute, and you tell me I'm wrong. Okay. Humperdinck something else. <laughs> so, after that match, we then go to Alexander York, who's cutting a quick promo with JR, and York mentions that Bobby Eaton will never be a member of the York Foundation, and also the Z-Man will not be in the Foundation either, York isn't sure where all the rumors are coming from about them, but they are strictly untrue. And um, that's all I had from that, because I don't know what else you can really say about it. So, uh, Doc, any thoughts on York and Hughes here? Just is what it was. I had to tell you something about Mr. Hughes. They, They really did a good job repackaging him, because... That whole big cat thing was dumb. And at least when you basically make him just like Big Bubba Rogers was, it it kind of does something for him. I mean, he he looks more intimidating. Um, he's like the muscle for the York Foundation. And I like that they did that rather than kept going with that whole big cat thing that was really dumb. Because remember, they, they brought in uh, that – Stupid idiot with the with the Motor City dude to tag with Big Cat. Remember mm-hmm. that dumb skit with Paulie? Mm-hmm. So thank God they did that. All right, well, we got a big-time matchup as we keep moving past that Alexander York and Mr. Hughes uh, promo. Bobby Eaton is taking on Terry Taylor. And, boy, um, this is not your typical Saturday night match where they don't give people some time. They give these guys a long time to work a good match in – these are two professionals, and that's exactly what they did. Um, I think Doc's notes got deleted, though, so I don't know how much he's got from this. <laughs> um, I don't either. Um, I think, <laughs> you know, one of the notes I remember having is that Bobby Eaton was throwing right-hand bombs in this match. Yeah. So they they kind and, of... And, um, and to oh, be ahead. fair to the rooster there, he can work. And these two guys put on a good match, and it would be real hard for them to to struggle because they're both professionals here. So, well, all I was gonna say is they do they do the old gimmick where the heel is like always on the run. Like Terry Taylor keeps rolling out the ring, and then he jumps back in and acts like, "Hey, I'm in the ring. I'm ready to fight, tough guy." And then, and then of course, Taylor. We've already seen it on the video version here. He's powdered out a couple of times. He just he doesn't want any part of Bobby. I mean, it's. He like, you know, he's Bobby Eaton. And here comes a couple shots from Bobby. Oh, actually, right there, Taylor rolls out again. So they kind of work that old school match. It's slow in the beginning, but then they get going. And I mean, it's Bobby Eaton. So he's going to throw those right hands and he's going to take those big bumps and he's going to hit that swing and neck breaker and he's going to do all those things. And they're going to have a wrestling match. They're going to chain wrestle a little bit. They're going to do everything that you'd expect two professionals to do. It's just how it works. But on that note, so the finish is Bobby is actually going to hit the Alabama jam. 
And um, a good one, too. Yes. Um, but Taylor is going to roll um, to the ropes, and he gets his foot on the ropes. Taylor then gets Mrs. York's computer and nails Eaton with it. You know, like, keys go flying and stuff. Um, Taylor uh, and pins Eaton. Z-Man comes in and tells the ref what happened. Mr. Hughes then, he comes in and attacks Z-Man. And now Eaton and Mr. Hughes are squaring off before Hughes says, eh, you know what, I'm going to get up on out of here. Um, I really did like this finish. I mean, it's, you know, it wasn't a title match of any sorts or whatever. Here comes the keyboard. <laughs> How much you think that keyboard weighed? <laughs> a lot. Man, imagine just hitting somebody with a keyboard and keys go flying out into the crowd. This is 1991, bro. That keyboard back then, that keyboard back then was solid. Yeah. What I was going to say was the plastic wasn't as flimsy and and there was a lot more metal in it. In Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Tom Zink could have got the match restarted there. He could have, huh? (laughs) So here was my note, and you said this a second ago, and I remember making this note at the time, and you kind of jogged my memory there. Um. Because these two guys are good, Taylor and Eaton, and Arn doesn't need it, I would have had the TV title over here and have them kind of elevate them just a little bit by having something they were fighting over. And it would give, I think, give the the York Foundation some legitimacy to be in a title hunt. Not that Arn's a bad TV champion. He just doesn't need it. Andy had been hurt out of the war games, I would have had that title over here trying to help elevate this little thing going on. Cause I kind of like what's going on with all this. It's a good secondary feud. They can't all be main event stuff, you know? No, this is exactly the type of stuff you, you need to have going on to, to make your program compelling. I mean, even it, even though it's especially in 1991, as I say that, like, I mean, you gotta have things like this happening where you're, you know, I mean, you're, your crowd or your audience and your TV audience has something to look forward to every day. Cause I mean, at this point in time that the, the you know, we talk about the studio, right? And the one thing we loved about the studio was the promos, bruh. They actually have had not all the time, but there's been some really good matches in center stage or when they go into these, uh, you know, buildings, the problem is there's no promos. So like, the fact that you had a Eaton and Terry Taylor like early on in this show, that's good. We just needed more promos. So I say all that to say, yeah, you definitely need you needed more matches like this. Well, and I shows. was thinking about something after we recorded last week when Harper hit us with the y'all still on. You know, for as much as shit talking that we've been perpetrating on nineteen ninety one, we're on a four or five week run of uh B, B minus, B plus. Just, uh, you know, yeah. pretty decent ratings here. Uh, yeah, and we've we've had some. I mean, would you say? Yeah, that I mean, in ninety, they had some. They had some six week runs where it was D, C minus, F. Oh, you know, just think about the Norman stuff. I mean. I think think about some of that Norman stuff. I don't like, want to. Though some of those weeks we were just like, "What the piss are they doing? This is dumb." 
Like it it made no sense. None. Um, so yeah, you make a good point. Um, all right, well, let's keep moving. Good match. Um, basically, you know, it ends up, you know, Z-Man, he did come in and tell the ref what happened. Mr. Hughes comes in, attacks Z-Man, and now Eaton and Hughes were squaring off before Hughes got out the ring, like I mentioned. But good match, nothing resolved, but that's okay. Um, this is Saturday night, you know. I don't really need everything resolved. As much as we complain sometimes about you can't DQ everything, when it's two guys like this, you know, I'm fine with a DQ here and there. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So we keep moving, and we go then to Rick Steiner versus Mark Merrow. And, Doc, you know, this is not related to this week, but I cannot wait to get to... I think it's Clash 15. There is a segment with Mark Merrow. And why is Harper? No, that's not Harper calling me. <laughs> I was like, I heard my phone buzzing. I was like, why is Harper calling me? If he knows we're recording. Um, there's a segment with Mark Merrow. And P, well, Johnny B. Bad and PN News. That is going to be Harper's so on. patron worthy. Oh, he's on? Oh, okay. And I, I almost sent it to you to watch, but I want to wait till we get there so you can watch it. But it is fun. You know the, my favorite word? Tremendous. Tremendous. Johnny B. Bad is so ridiculous when he comes in. Like, and I know you remember Johnny B. Bad because. Not you know, one of my he, favorites. Yeah. When I came back, I was like, he was, what's, yeah, he what's was doing this? his thing. But he was doing his thing. Like, I remember saying that too. I was like, oh, this guy. What up, Hopper? Wait. Oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Uh oh. It, it, it's on his computer. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Fuck it. It's a long fucking day, bro. Well, we have some questions. Huh? <laughs> did she run out of gas or did she, her battery die? The battery fucking died in the goddamn Prius. Which, bro, like twenty bucks fills it up, and it's fucking. And it stays full for quite some time, which is f- fucking. You think they'll make bigger? Oh, I guess they do make bigger vehicles than that Prius, that are fucking they, hybrids like that. I, my wife had a Prius for a long time, and that that some buck. She got so spoiled by the gas, in that thing. Yeah. That. She and I'm talking. This was when gas had spiked in that 08 time frame to like f- over four bucks a gallon. She was so spoiled that when that vehicle finally went away, and she's got an Accord now, she was like, "This Accord drinks too much gas." And I'm thinking to myself, "That thing don't drink nothing. You just were spoiled." Those yeah, things, for real, Bruh, She could put. Like twenty bucks in that thing, and it was it, that thing got like forty five to fifty miles a gallon. I know it's crazy. It's nuts. I know. I was like, "Fuck, man!" But the problem is, this was the fucking guy says, "Look, which batteries did?" I was like, "Just a regular battery." He says, "If the main battery goes out, that's like three grand." Yep. Like fuck. Yep. Wait yep. till they start throttling down the quality on those so that you have to buy them. Yeah, for real. I but, um, that's that's actually why we got rid of it when um it was like probably about twenty thousand miles out of warranty at that point. 
because I think the I think the hybrid battery is like I don't remember what it was back then. It might have been one twenty, and she had to, like she had to have like one hundred thirty five thousand miles on it at that point. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna want to buy that battery once it's you know goes dead or something. But I will tell you this much, bruh, that car didn't well, cost much, and it got excellent gas mileage. God. Was Lady Harper on the bad side of town when she died? Her car died. Where did he disappear to? Already. Jesus Christ. You better, yay. Enjoy it while you got him. Are you still there? I don't know. Maybe his internet. You know, he's got that. Yeah, thing. brother. Fucking internet's fucking being stupid. Did, <laughs> sir, sir. Ah. Uh, have you restarted the computer? No. <sighs> Steven Seagal. Remember when he was fucking badass? Yeah. Now he's just a clown. With fucking spray on hair. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, um. So, yeah, that so, was it, bro. I fucking. The guy's like, yeah, driving around for a while, and I dropped it off to her at the bar, and I drank a couple of beers. I was like, I gotta go, because I'll be stuck in this bitch all fucking night. Sounds about right. So, you drink a few, drink yeah. a few IPAs. No, I know. I'm just I drink, I, I, yeah, I had a couple of Budweisers. I was like, okay, I gotta go. I'll be stuck in this motherfucker. He was feeling good with a couple of Budweisers. Yeah. All that right, guy's kind of so, short, huh? That's um, Pat Rose. Yeah. From Smoky Mountain Wrestling, yeah, he does look short next to uh, Dustin, who just yeah. <laughs> Sent the drop kick into the back of his head. Well, it hit him in his face, but it went through the back of his head. It was so hard. Uh, real quick, Doc. So uh, Rick Steiner beat Mark Merrow in the previous match. And during that match, Paul Lee was talking about the Japan Super Show pay-per-view that was taking place on Thursday night, March 21st. So just five days after this. If you want to hear something funny, that Super Show wouldn't air until the next month. On like Oh, he kept saying year. that. Yeah. My note in this was that Paul Lee kept breaking kayfabe on how stupid wcw was he's like why would we have a why are they wrestling and then we're not showing it and you can see jr was like shut up <laughs> kayfabe think, brother kayfabe you he, brother you think he was doing that because he was just pissed off at how stupid it was maybe i, I want to think that's what was happening when he was doing that but man i don't know yeah it was it's dumb it's really dumb but what you gonna do? Okay, so Dustin Rhodes is gonna end up beating Pat Rose. Uh, I ain't got nothing else from it, Doc. Did you? I can't speak on it. Dustin what, continues to impress. So I mean, what what have I been missing? Nothing, huh? Um, Actually, last week was stop, really push good. stop push stop push stop. So I've got the timestamp when the music stops playing right here. Yeah, but hold on. Harper, okay. things haven't been bad. We've been throwing out bees. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Now, keep your eyes on this chick for the entirety. She is in heaven. She's not sober. And I bet she smells like a wrestler's dick. Come on. What's that what smell is wrong like? With... Maybe is... more than one. She smells Bruh. like a wrestler's dick. You're going to hell, man. Look at this chick. Is she still alive? 
She probably smells like athletic tape then. What is she still is she still alive? Watch her and let's let's decide. Who is she? Some, One of DDP's diamond dolls. I mean Dude, she dances for money without her clothes on. Do we have her name? So we can look her up and no. No, she's a diamond doll. She's one of DDP's diamond dolls. She was procured for the evening yet again. Wasn't it that that was a song, huh? Di- oh, diamond girl. No. What? You're my diamond girl. What is all we're talking about, Doc? I'm gonna depend on you for this one. Um Got Barry that song? You're no. my diamond girl. No. Come on. I'm working on it. <laughs> he's, he's Googling it. While you're doing that, let me go to Big Daddy. There was Dink a song and... from the 70s called Diamond Girl by Seals and Crofts. You're my diamond girl. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, Doc, do you want me to go to Big Daddy Dink while you're looking at it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. This is dirty. Like, she's... A disaster. Okay, I love well, let's go to. Let's I love, go to. Looks it. like Here Sam Kennison, doesn't he? He kind of does. Yeah. And dude, she's a disaster out there in the best way possible. Here's the promo. It's such a pleasure to be here on the Danger Zone with you, sir, the road boss for the fabulous Freebirds. And you know, Big Daddy Dink, I have to bring something out. You weren't there. When the Steiner brothers stole the world tag team title from Jimmy Jam Garvin and Michael P.S. Hayes, you weren't there when the Freebirds were robbed of the world tag team title. And that's the key word, they were robbed, they were stolen from us. But things are going to change, never again will I not be by their side. Never again will they have to enter battle without Big Daddy right there in the corner. But you know what? This isn't the end for the fabulous Freebirds. It's just the beginning. Diamond Dallas Page and myself are going to make sure they're world champions again. But before we get those world title belts, we're going to have to go through and beat up some punks like maybe Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton or maybe the Young Pistols. It doesn't matter who it is, one way or another. I promise Diamond Dallas Page that we're going to get those belts back and that's exactly what we're going to do. So come on up, anybody that wants to try and put an end to the fabulous Freebirds reign. It doesn't matter. I don't care. We're even after those six-man belts. So JYD and Tommy Rich and that Ricky Morton. Hey, you're conducting this interview with me, aren't you? Oh, I'm sorry. Leave the doll out of this. It doesn't matter. One way or another, we're going to get those belts back. And I don't care what we got to do to do it. If we got to kick in some teeth, we'll do that. If we got to blacken some eyes, we'll do that. It ain't going to be pretty, it ain't going to be nice, but we're going to get them right back. Ain't that right, dog? You know, Big Daddy Dink, I brought up a point earlier tonight that I think all these producers and directors who think that Missy brings up the ratings don't know what they're talking about because the peroxide soaks into the brain. You are more of a lady than Missy Hyatt could ever hope to be. And you, sir, are the greatest manager in the history of world championship wrestling. I know the fabulous Freebirds are on their way back to glory. And now, because I said so, we're going back to the ring. All right, fellas, let's keep it clean on this one. Keep it clean, <laughs> brother. Keep it clean, brother. Step out of the way. 
Harper, was she sober? No, she couldn't pass a piss test to save her life. Was was was? Does she smell like a wrestler's dick? Probably so. Come she on, y'all. She probably smells like the Z Man. <laughs> Come on. A Brian Pillman. Oh, grow up. What about both? Yeah, maybe both. They were a tag team at one point. How do you know they didn't reunite in the back? That's right. Hot tag. I'm I'm fighting from underneath. <laughs> Get it, Mike? Yes. Yes, I got it. I guarantee you that if Paulie and Humperdinck wanted to make wrestling and television history, that girl would have showed her hatchet wound. Come on. What's a hatchet Call wound? Call the ham wallet. Grow up. Well, I, I, the, it, a it, ham wallet. Jesus. Her hatchet wound. Come on. <laughs> what do you think? She, I mean, she had to be a dancer, right? Oh, yeah. But I think I heard from some local strip club. Right, because, yeah. Without question. Yeah. <sighs> Y'all are the worst, dude. What? I mean, where else would you find a girl like that? I mean, look at her. She's obviously fucked up. She's <laughs> fucked up, dude. Where else would you find a girl like that? I don't know. Catholic Church? Yeah, Sunday look school? at her. Dude, she she answered and she thought she was showing up for White Snake's new video shoot and ended up getting tag teamed by a couple of wrestlers in the back. I thought she was about to fall over when she walks oh, in front yeah. of the camera. She walks in front of the camera to like you know do a little shake in front of it as she uh-huh. bends over and and watch what she does. Like she starts looking like she's about to fall. Well, she's in high heels on a that mat, which can't be. Bro, bro look, look. <laughs> look, whoa, 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 whoa! Look, she's look. She, she. I don't know, but she looked a little unstable. What kind of car you think she drives? Oh, that's your question. You got to answer that mm, one. What kind what, of car does she drive, Hopper? What year is this? Ninety-one. Nineteen ninety-one. They had uh, Nissan Sentras back then, I think. A Fiero. A Pontiac Fiero, maybe a a Nissan three hundred ZX. And I guarantee you that the glove compartment is chocked full of speeding tickets. Yeah. It'll be does paid it, off 20 years from now. Does it have the... Does it have, okay, so here's the final question. Does it have a... Does the, how many cigarette butts are sitting in the oh, ashtray? Oh, 80 million. The inside of the car is more cigarette butt than not. Yeah. Is she still alive today? Mm. How old do we think she was there? 20. 20. In her early 20s, huh? Early 20s, for sure. 20, 23. So that would make her 54. Mm. You think she's, did she made it that long? I, well, if she's still alive, I bet she's still stripping. Oh, God. Uh, bro, I can't. Bro, one time I was in um, one time I was in uh, Onyx Hopper. Oh God! And I swear to God, they had to have a stripper in there. She had to be every bit of like 
between 50 to 55. She looked rough. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's sad, huh? When you're 55 years old, is you still trying to make it? You still twerking that thing on the pole, man. <laughs> yeah, you still. I don't think they're trying to make it. I think they're trying to knock out rent. Yeah. Not a lot of strategic planning there going on. No. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like you can invest in 401k at your job when you work at the Onyx on Dowman Road, Doc. That's right. Right. That's what I'm saying. That was on Chef, wasn't it? It was on Chef, but I thought it was it was right off of Chef like on Chef Dowman. Chef at Dowman, yeah. Yeah. And let me guess, you and your partner sat over there and laughed at her instead of tipping her heavy. Because she, she deserves a little bit of respect for still trying to hustle in the game. I, I can't lie, man. I mean, she didn't look bad from the neck down. It was just from the neck up. You was like, oh, she got some age on her. Why you go to a strip club and look at their face? Yeah. We going to marry her? Because I'm not a pig like you. Oh, no. You just in a strip club in fucking New Orleans Eves. I was in New Orleans Eves in the strip club, but I'm not a pig like you. <laughs> Visions is still there. Is it? Yep. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Visions is on Dowman, right, Hopper? Right. Okay, I'm thinking of Visions then. She wasn't in Onyx. She was in Visions. Damn. Visions had a chick like that in there? She was old, bro. Fuck. Nah, don't get me wrong. When you're in your early 20s, is this Steve Sachs guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing in the ring as we're watching Tracy and Steve get pissed at him. Um... She was old, brother. Yeah. Visions. That's where the locals go. Hole in a wall. Yeah. what it is. Okay, we keep moving. Uh, any other thoughts on the Diamond Doll with Big Daddy Dink, Doc? Before we move Man, on. Man, I'd give her a Rolex, but I'm afraid of what she'd do with it. That's nice, Doc. You seriously? How much coke, how much coke can I get with this? <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go to this next match. Uh, Rip Rogers is tagging with a gentleman by the name of Steve Stacks against the Young Pistols. Just watch this dude in the ring. Um, I, I just feel like Tracy and Steve Armstrong ain't liking what's going on here. No. Um, just watch the struggle that happens. Yeah. First off, look at Steve He's not here working t- with him. No, he's not. He's fighting everything. It's like if, like, Bobby from The Sopranos started wrestling. That's what he looks like. That's an insult to Bobby Bacchus. Did he tell him, tap my right arm if you understand? (laughs) Or. Look at at him hit the ring. Look at. Uh (laughs) I bet Steve Armstrong told him, you better start working or we're going to kick your ass. Yeah, buddy. All right. Um, now smell my you... dick. Does it does it smell like the diamond doll? Jesus Christ! What is wrong with you? It's I not love, funny. I love watching wayward girls be wayward. Yeah, back then. I want to fuck the guys from it, rap one. Tell me, tell me that that girl did not have a. Bullseye, the broadside of a barn sized on her with every guy on the card that day trying to get at her. Oh, yeah. I want to know what Hopper was about to say before you cut him off. 
I fucked the guy for rat once. I fucked the drummer. They played <laughs> they played at the Cobb County Civic Center back in the day with Dawkins. I really like Dawkins better, but they were kind of mean and standoffish, so I ended up blowing the drummer from rat. <laughs> round and round. <laughs> what goes around comes around. I'll tell you why. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> this is the point where somebody stumbled upon our show for the first time and they're like these three idiots this is ridiculous who listens to these morons <sighs> mike you've been in the back when a girl is like presented and then walks out what were they saying in the back about her oh god a guy like tommy rogers rest his soul Jesus Christ. He he's drooling as uh, the minute like he's got radar coming out of his just and then he's talking about like he's telling what he would do to her like right there to the boys. Like, yeah. They they dude it they they're on them like flies on shit. Right. Oh yeah, bro. I see it with not even like Harper can te- Harper can te- uh, attest to this more recently. I've seen it with not even where it's um you know a valet where it's somebody that just you know the promoter knew this girl so they want oh you know she looks good we'll put her in a little mini skirt she'll walk this guy to the ring but she she ain't really had no training or nothing. I've seen it with just like female wrestlers like right. that actually are trained and the the dudes in the back act like they ain't never seen a woman before in their life. Yeah. So if the three like, of us were sitting at a bar tonight, drinking beers and watching Wednesday night, Tuesday night lacrosse league on TV, and a bad bitch walked across, we'd all start talking shit. Yeah, Bro, it's different. It's different. And Harper knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> we would be like, "Damn, she's fine, yeah. dude." Wrestlers are a different level of ignorant when it comes to that. <laughs> ignorant, because half of them are really just dumb. Like, they just are dumb. Too many headshots, you know, like, I'm just saying, bro. Wrestlers are the worst. And I guess it was probably worse in the 90s than it is now. But I, I think don't you're know. discounting the the good gentlemen from Rat and how dumb they probably were, too. Grounded, round. I told you about the time that Motley Crue didn't change clothes for a month and saw how many women they could or shower. Dude, that That's was fucking clothes. disgusting. <laughs> that is sick. I still, I don't know if I believe that, but it is sick. Okay, even if it's half true, two weeks. <sighs> That's fucking gross, bro. It's pretty. That gross. is disgusting. Yeah. Hey, <sighs> I, just in that that Young Pistols match, I thought it was great because Jr. said that Tracy Smothers had bought a ranch in Wyoming. I ain't even been in Wyoming. You know, they put us in this tag team called the Paulie, Young Pistols. Paulie goes, why would anybody want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Paulie breaking Cape Fabe the whole time. By Left the way, right. by the way, someone, and I'm going to get in trouble for not remembering who, on the Facebook group last week called for, it might have been Armando Martinez, now that I think about it, called for Tracy Smothers memes. And there yeah. has been an explosion of Tracy Smothers memes in the Facebook group talking about how we were making fun of him. Not, not making fun of him. You know, we were joking about how he was like, guys, I'm not even from Wyoming. 
I ain't never even been there. I'm sure the Wyoming people are great people, but I don't know nothing about Wyoming. So there's been an explosion of I'm, Tracy I'm Smothers memes. Right now, that introductory package that Corny cut for him coming into Smokey Brownton, it may be one of the top ten things, my favorite top ten things ever in wrestling. And they did it twice because they did it with Morton, too. Well, Morton's in the backyard at some broad's house talking about how in in his OP shorts talking about how he just lost his head and become <laughs> a bad guy. Genius. But the but the more but the the Smothers one was just he's sitting on that that swing. Oh, the swing, yeah. You think that and was they, his house? For real? I hope not. I want it to nah. be some some broad's house. Now the other one I bet you that was Cornette's house. Driving that boat, bro, yeah. that was just great. You know what made that in the Morton intro so phenomenal? It was. It felt real. No, yeah. it was real. Like it was everything. Everything Morton said and everything Smothers said in their intros when they cutting those promos, like on the porch or in the front yard, looking just like regular dudes, was one hundred percent real. Well, it doesn't hurt that both of those guys had a rap. Yeah, well, and then Corny made them lean into it, too, because of the whole herd thing. Sure. Like, we didn't really talk about that at the time, but, I mean, that's, you know, because we were covering Smokey, but, yeah. Okay, so anything else, Doc, from Pistols uh, defeating Rip nah. Rogers and Steve Stacks? Gordon Soley then walked us through the wrestling wrap-up, and he reviewed the Ron Simmons and Butch Reed feud. Uh, we see a clip of Reed attacking Simmons on Worldwide, and then he throws to Sting and Larry Zabisco fighting at the WCW main event show. Zabisco attacks Sting. They show a match from the Power Hour where Sting is DQ'd after putting Zabisco into Scorpion Deathlock because he wouldn't break the hold. And then we go from that to Ron Simmons versus Hacksaw Higgins, where I guess you can say they're kind of brawling. They're on the outside. Simmons uh, uh, hits a pile driver for the finish, followed by a shoulder tackle off the second rope for the victory. Um, you know, old Hacksaw Higgins here ain't the best worker, but uh, no. But I thought it this. was good for them to bring in somebody of size for him to wrestle. Yeah. Um, and so it makes Simmons look better. Um, the other thing I thought was I don't give a shit what the the script calls for. I ain't dragging Ron Simmons out of the ring voluntarily to 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 scrap. That's one dude. I I ain't trying to fight. That's a big dude, too, bro. God, until you stand next to him, you don't realize how big he is. I mean, you see his, like, muscle. I'm talking about height. I know he's a thick dude, but he's tall. He took forever to put the world title on him, now that I think about it, too. Yeah, for the 94? No. No, 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 it's not 93. 92. It's summer in 92, I think. August August of 92. Yeah, they covered it on uh, JR not too long ago. Hey, I mean, man, like it was a, a big deal then because they had to get over their own racism. Yeah, erase the hate. Yeah, Bill Watts gave it to him because he wanted to prove he wasn't a racist when he probably was a racist. That's nice. His best friend was black. Yeah, I've heard the story a million times. What do you mean yeah. I'm not? A, what do you mean I don't like black people? I pushed the dog. Congratulations. Yeah. You just said you like green. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, I'm just having fun, guys. Don't take it too serious. Don't work. Oh, well, we are. 
Alvin Alvin. All right, Alper. Um, Doc, did you have any notes from Luger's promo talking about Nikita? He tells Nikita he's ready for him. No, uh, not one. I didn't have any no. notes. No. Yeah, it's real quick. It's not even. I mean, Jr. actually talks most of the time. To be uh, frank, so we go from Luger. Oh, go ahead. Watch those uh, the A and E deals. No. I haven't seen the Luger one. I do have it recorded. I that saw the great. I saw the one where they did on A and E where they did the rivals and it was WCW versus WWE and it closes out with Stephanie McMahon going, In the end, we put the boots to WCW. Oh. WCW put the boots to themselves, but all she was doing when that was going on story. was looking through catalogs for plastic surgeons. Yeah, fucking I had to get See, Hulu got fucking stupid, but I had to, I got to pay like 70 bucks a month to have Hulu live. And you it, got it cable with, too? Yeah, it comes with ESPN Plus and, and yeah. fucking Disney. But I'm like, these mo- it's like cable again. Mm-hmm. I like don't a- know, Hopper. I was paying more for cable. Because I don't have cable anymore. All we have is Hulu live. But I was paying a lot more for cable when I had it. That's how much well, you should have heard the you should have heard the the coals he raked me over before he came over here that night. Now, if I come all that way, we're going to be able to watch the CFL, aren't we? I was like, "What's the CFL?" Oh, come on! You enjoyed it in your drunken state, drinking your freaking what was they what kind of blondes were those? Offense, so that's a problem. And Shut that goofy up. that goofy half mile deep. End zone is a real yeah problem. yeah what the fuck's up with that fucking dumb shit it's like a parking lot yeah you can park a fucking rv in there <laughs> i thought you were about to say something dirty oh my god every time every time i'm just waiting for doc to just i thought he was gonna say man eligante could park his you know what like he parked it in yeah i'm just yeah that's what i was waiting for there um it's not bad. I mean, I like it, Hopper. It's, but it's ESPN Plus is ESPN Plus gives you a lot of access to a lot of shit. Yeah. Boy, does it! Boy, does it! Who you can find yourself you watching some mud show sports with that shit. Yeah, no, the fucking lacrosse and. Boy, I'm yeah. pretty sure they got a fucking crew out covering my kids' ten year old soccer games. <laughs> I'm looking around like, where's ESPN at? I watched the indoor football league championship. Saturday night. Did we win? No. The, the, no interest. In the Northern Arizona Wranglers won. Did they get what in, in in lieu of payment? Did they get like gift cards to Academy so they could go <laughs> get more more equipment and more football cleats? Yeah, we need tape. Make sure you get some tape when you go down there. Boy, you want to talk about doing something for the love of the game? That's for the love of the game because you know they ain't gonna pay nothing. Well, hopefully they get noticed and, you know, they can move up the ladder. I mean, that's how you got to look at it. Bro, like, we were at soccer. We had to, in the summer, you got to move soccer fields a lot because it's the cracks and shit, you know. So some places closed down. So we were practicing a new spot. There was this minor league football team practicing, like, a field over. Man, those were some foul-mouthed sons of bitches. I was like, man, if somebody's going to curse in front of my fucking kid, it's going to be me. Wasn't it like the, the semi-pro shit? Yeah. 
man, these motherfuckers run around like Junior Soprano, like Sister's Cunt and shit. And I'm like, dude, slow down. I ain't trying to explain that word tonight. Shit. Oh, his internet just uh, uh -oh. he hit mute no. or something. Shit in your hat. Remember when he said that to somebody? <laughs> dude, when he fell down naked in the tub and broke his hip and yelled out, Sister's Cunt, I was like, dude, there's a naked old man in the shower yelling <laughs> that shit. Oh, it's impressive, dog. Ellie Gante. What the fuck? Well, let's keep going. It's, we got a match here. Look at this shit. It's like, hey, let's take a fucking Latino telephone pole <laughs> that has zero personality. That's like <laughs> that's like uh, Jack Nicholson at the end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo Nest when they give him the fucking, uh, what do you call it? The fucking lobotomy. I mean, look at this. What the hell? Come on. Bro, Hopper, come on, Hopper. I mean, what you doing? I'm just saying, bro. It's just... how you trying to make fun of me, Hopper. I mean, I appreciate that, bro. I mean, you know, friends is friends, bro. But come on, bro. And I believe you mean poste de telefono. What's that? A drink? <laughs> yeah. God damn, bro. Poste, you are so stupid. What? It's like it's like. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking to Doc. It's a Latino fucking telephone pole. Doc yeah, tried to translate telephone pole, and he said, "Poste de telephone." That's a telephone. <laughs> El telephone pono. Jesus Christ! Why is Wyndham okay. here? Well, let me sit. Let me let the people know who aren't uh, patrons, because see if you're a patron, you, you can see this. Uh, we got to bet. Okay, so first of all, let's when you set this up, keep in mind we've already seen Bobby Eaton and Terry Taylor, and now we're going to see this. So these are big matches. Okay, and Bobby Eaton and Terry Taylor, for the record, Hobart didn't see it. It was great. No. Barry Good Windham, match. Barry Windham, who's a horseman, right? Dan Spivey, who what the hell? And Larry Zabisco. Versus Elegante, Sting, and Luger. Now, frankly, if you're in the audience and watching on center in, in center stage, you're liking this because you get to see Sting and Luger and Wyndham. Right. But when you start thinking of it logically, like Harper's mad about Elegante, and then we don't really like Spivey, it's like, what the hell are we doing here? I don't know, Doc. I don't have. I don't, I don't hate the fact that they did this. I think it's actually a smart way to cover up El Gigante if we're going to have to use him, is to oh, put yeah. him on either side, put him between, you know, on put Luger and Sting on either side of him because those two guys are over. Yeah. To me, yeah. The, and you limit his exposure. Yeah. No, you. That's a good point. I don't mind Spivey being out there for this. I don't mind Zabisco being out there for this. Now I don't understand this... Wyndham's involvement. I don't either because as a horseman. But I will say this. Now, they let this match on match go on for a while, and one of the reasons I started thinking in the middle of it is Flair is on Flair joins JR and Paulie on commentary during the match, and he's talking about some stuff here. And JR talks about Flair facing Fujinami in Tokyo this week at the Japan pay-per-view that we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, that's not going to air for another month. And JR specifically mentions, you know, the WCW world title um, and Flair defending it against Fujinami. So, like... I guess they're even though you're not gonna be able to buy this pay per view for another month, which 
God, I mean, that's just so foreign nowadays that yeah. you wouldn't be able to watch it as it happened. I mean, look, I know these shows are all taped. Like, we talk about that all the time, right? But the fact that you have a pay-per-view and you have a pay-per-view system in place, but you can't even get the pay-per-view live, you have to wait a month before they'll broadcast that's, here. That's fucking bullshit. I, Who I'm the like going to pay for that? Somebody with one of them uh, Meltzer subscriptions out there, tell me if that was some type of contractual thing that Japan had for this pay-per-view that it couldn't air in the States for a month. I swear there's got to be more to this story than than what what is being shown on the surface here because I really don't know. But I do know they have the pay-per-view um, in Japan, and there's WCW talent there, including Flair. Flair's not the only one. Um, there's going to be some controversy with that title and all that stuff. They're going to talk about it on air. So they'll present it on the Saturday night show. Like, I don't think they show the match, but they'll talk about what happened and everything in a controversy. But it's just really odd that it's on pay-per-view and you can't get it on pay-per-view in the States. Um, so whatever. Uh, you can get it on pay-per-view in the States just a month later. Uh, Doc, uh, I don't have anything else from this match. Are you before uh, I wrap I it up? I thought it was interesting listening to Rick out there pimping the product when you know he's so miserable that he's about to leave. Yeah, he's not far away at this point. Yeah, we got, we got, we got a little while though, Doc. I mean, it's not like it's happening a month from now. There's some How very... is Billy Gante's English? Do they communicate I, with him? I want the belt. I, I want, want the belt. belt. Sound Yo it out. Quiero. I want the belt. Yo Go quiero out there. Cinturón. I want the El Belto. Doc, while I close this match out. There was something we wanted to ask Harper last week, and we don't remember. So real quick, the way this match finishes, hot tag to Sting from Luger after what felt like one of the longest matches ever. Sting hits a sunset flip on Zabisco. Sting's team wins. Flair attacks Sting after the win. Flair even gets in the ring with a chair, and Luger stopped him you know, from uh, doing any damage. Um, anyway. Well, he hits, he hits, he hits, oh, he gra- that's right, he did grab it from him. I couldn't remember if he uh, did any more damage. Any other thoughts, Doc, on this match? Barry was great. Barry was great at the very beginning when Helgante comes in, and he was like, all right, fine, you're big, but I'm big too. Um, Zabisco eating the pin made sense, you know, yeah. of what we're doing here. Um, At some point during the match, Spivey, gave Sting a pile driver to the outside of the ring, which means um, Spivey may get a Rolex tonight. Come on, bruh. <laughs> we'll go to the next match on that note. Uh, Sid takes on Brett Wayne. That is Brett Wayne Sawyer. Man, he looks funny. Like He looks like his name should be Meatball. Come That's on. nice. What's wrong with you? I don't know, he just looks funny. When did you when did you lose all sense of respect for the for the wrestlers that are <laughs> working hard? Look at all the people this... down there, they're bowing to Sid. Can we not turn him baby face, please? He's like, a member of the horseman. What are you talking about? Well, he gets No, he's not. <laughs> and I told you how to work that. He starts wanting the belt, and Rick's like, once again, you can't have this. I guess, brother. Twelve. And you kick El Gigante to back over to sit at the end of the Hawks bench, and you put Vicious in there with Luger and Sting. 
Well, Sid's going to occupy his time coming up with um, explaining why he's the real giant of WCW because there's doubt that he's the real giant. You know, people think that Elegante is. That's coming up. I think they have a match, pay-per-view clash, something like that. Oh, God. But that's horrible. Um, yeah, it's something. Sid wins, Doc. Any other thoughts? Oh, no. I still like him knocking people off the... Uh... They do. I'm trying to rewind to the. It's funny putting them on a stretcher. Like they, 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 he hits the power bomb, and now they're putting your boiler. Like this is how you treat somebody. You need to put on a stretcher. You roll them out the ring. <laughs> you just roll them out the ring. They like the disorderlies. Yeah, they're not moving. And then, and then, the fat boys. Then, I swear this this. Look at this. Look at this paramedic. I swear he laughs when he sees Sid come over. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> the one. He stood <laughs> <laughs> there like the two guys at Burger King. <laughs> pop out laughing. If a, if a customer started threatening the manager to whip his ass. <laughs> they're, they're like, do it. Do it. I hope he does do it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, the disorderlies. All right, Doc. Any other thoughts? No, man. We got to get to a sweet-looking baby. Fine as hell. Mm. Look at that. There she is. So She's um, a dumb girl. So Sid is getting interviewed by Missy. I had that. You had what? What is that? A Lynx. I had that. You game. had one of those? Yeah. Bro, I thought that thing was badass, man. Yeah. I had a shitload of games. I mean, was it decent? Yeah. It wasn't it bad. Was? Like, I loved it because it was in color and there was a light and you can just play in the fucking dark. I had uh, Ninja Gaiden, Blue Thunder, the Slime World game. Ninja uh, Gaiden was a badass game for Nintendo. Yeah. That game this, was badass. But this one was, it, it was like the arcade version. I had Ms. Pac-Man. I had Rampage. I had uh, Road Blasters. I had all them fucking games. Look how big that thing is. I just I realized. Know, look, at the, look at that thing in his hand. Watch. Look at how huge. <laughs> it doesn't look big right there, but when look, how, look at how he's holding it. It's like he's holding a friggin' laptop. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize. Yeah. I wanted one, never got one. It was cool. You broke ass. How did the freaking Game Boy take over that? Because the game, because it's 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 fucking marketing. Mario, yeah, Zelda, you had right. fr- game yeah. franchises. Yeah, Castlevania and fucking Mario, Tetris. Speaking of franchises, Missy Hyatt, looking, yeah. Is interviewing Sid, and Sid says, "I'm the real giant, and I'll rule the world." Doc, thoughts? He probably will. I was too busy focusing on Missy. I know I just, you were. I just noticed Sid's hair looks like ramen noodles. Kind of. Yeah. When was last time like, you had some ramen noodles, Harper? Fuck, dude. Years. No, we have them around here all the time. My daughter likes them. Oh, yeah. boy. My wife does yeah, my, like fancy shit with them. 
fucking know what I used to do with them? I would boil them on a pot and, and take a hot dog and cut it up into pieces and put it in there with it when it's boiling. Bro, you know my gentilly ass did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, Harper has no idea what's about to happen next. None. He has no idea. And I'm going to tell you this. I never knew this happened ever. Push pause. Right What's here? To happen? I had no idea that, that this that this person was here ever. This guy looks like a game show host, huh? Tony Gillum. Yes. Fucking love so, connection and shit. So, Harper, look at Oh, it's Owen. Yeah. I didn't know he was there either. Oh, I read he had five. He had five matches in WCW, as, and as we weren't we weren't sure if we should sign him. I guess. Man, you think about the people that got away from this place. <laughs> See, what year is this? Ninety-one. So, the Blue Blazer already happened. No, Mm-mm. I think so. no. No, uh, uh-uh. no. Not this Are you sure? Yeah, Google it. You fucking Google it. I, no, I'm fairly confident it didn't. This is early 1991. I don't know, bro, because I remember the, seeing the fucking Blue Blazer versus Ted DiBiase on uh, Saturday Night Main Event when, when I was a kid. And that had to be like 89 or fucking 90. Okay, well, I'm going to let Doc hit the Google button on this one. He'll, he'll tell us shortly. But this is Owen Hart. I thought he had more than five matches, Doc, but you looked it up. Internet told me five. Oh, well, you got to believe everything the Internet says for sure. So Owen Hart has taken on Mark Kyle. Now, if you remember, Owen was actually at the last taping. Like, he was backstage uh, Harper, at the last Harper taping. Harper was correct. He had been the Blue Blazer in 88 and 89. There you go, Christ. you fucking dicks. Wait, I'm the I... historian. Why do we have to go straight to dicks? Why can't we just disagree about something without getting swole up in the chest about it? See, I'm the wrestling historian. Oh, he bumped too early. <laughs> Harper said, I'm the wrestling historian. That's me. Let, me. let me tell you something. Owen, during this match, is doing all the things that you realize. How did they not see talent in this dude? And smooth. He's yeah. so smooth. Like, it's so easy. Look at this right here. Over, over the top, crossbody on the Mark Kyle on the ground. He's Looking doing like all Brett, the yeah. things. He's doing all the things that, like, and he's not, like, he's not being a, he ain't spot monkeying it up. Either. Shit, even if he had two left feet, why would you sign him just to have a, a, a heart? And I get it's not Bret Hart's not Bret Hart 91, but he's still Bret Hart, brother. Dude, I'd sign looks... him just to keep him away from the WWF. Dude, everything he does looks effortless. Yeah. Like, I love that book corner bump. Brett used to do that too. Oh, here we go with the Brett shit. I don't talk about Brett on this show. No, just to me, how he's the best wrestler of all time. I've never said that to you. Never. I said I'm a Brett guy over a Sean guy because Sean Michaels can find Jesus all he wants. 
Come on. Uh -oh. You don't believe it, though, do you? I believe it. I just, it awesome, I just guys? don't like when you always, you then want to start looking down on other people who may not be as religious. Who's as he you. looking down on because he found Jesus? You. Superstar. Well, that's look at us, man. Yeah, the only Owen people looking down on us are listening to us. <laughs> oh man! So Owen is going to hit a reverse crossbody on the killer Kyle or Mark Kyle. I'm sorry, and he eventually gets the win. We've known this for years, man. Owen is an athlete, and he just showed it off here, man. But you're right, Doc. Why did he sign this dude, man? Did he say something in the back to somebody? Like, what the hell happened? Just think of how many top-of-the-line talent they had that they just let go away. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Broke, he could have broke Steve Austin's neck here instead of in WWF. I mean, Steve Austin, Owen, Callaway brother. <laughs> I mean, they had these fucking people. They Dustin, had, Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes. And how many people from WWE left the WCW to be bigger than what they were? Besides fucking Hall and Nash. Maybe Terry Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Hall and Nash, definitely. Yeah. That's it. Or maybe Luger. Well, well, that's well, a, well, well, because he was there fucking already, though. Yeah. See, that's a hard one because I mean, like, the thing. Okay, so the thing about Hall and Nash though is they both were in WCW first, though. Yeah, but yeah, but no one. I mean, I know, but see, that's where the. Fire. That's where the argument gets tricky, though, because like you could find I'm sure you could find somebody like you could you can get into the. You can start going through the history of, of guys, you know, working somewhere and. And like you can find, oh, well, they worked a jobber match like in X, Y, you know, wherever. Right. And then, like, I'm sure we could, I'm sure if we started digging, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, but I'm sure if we started digging, we could find somebody who was a star in WCW and may have worked a match as a jobber in WWF at one point. And they became a star. So yeah. does that, does that, but that does, you wouldn't, just like, you wouldn't count that. You wouldn't say, yeah, but that doesn't matter. But I say all that to say, Bro, they let go of Callaway. <laughs> they let Austin go. They they didn't so right sign Owen. The, right there is the best gimmick of all time, and and questionably the highest drawing talent of all time. Bro, just think about this. They had Callaway. Who's Callaway, bro? Hop on. <laughs> Stone Cold. They had they had Mark Callaway. Then he's gone. They didn't get Stone Cold the next year. <laughs> now, he's going to be there for a little while, but then he eventually gets canned. Dude, that's too... Austin, to me, is WWE's top guy ever. But yeah. right there is, is freaking Undertaker, too. Isn't that crazy? Oh, hold like, on, hold on. And, and, Don't... and again, once again, and it 
Harper asked if we've been watching the biography. I watched the first part of The Undertaker. Ole Anderson told him he ain't ever nobody's ever gonna pay to watch you wrestle. Yeah, right. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Ole Anderson to tell to tell him that? It's just this is nuts. It's like WCW is like a team like the New York Jets. And every player that they just have, eh, fuck this guy. And they trade him to the Patriots for two fucking second round draft picks. And a guy turns out to be fucking Tom Brady or something. But like picture like five or six players like that, though. Well, no, I mean, it, 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 this isn't the same thing, but it, 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 it happened with the Jets and Saints twice because they gave up Jonathan Vilma. <laughs> and he. He comes to the Saints and wins a Super Bowl, and he's a hell of a linebacker for years. And now they got the Mario Davis same yeah. situation. Like, it, and you, you watch the dude play football, you're like, why didn't they let this dude go? What's wrong with them? But it's it's it, it goes even further than that. So like WCW, I, I mean, I, I guess we can say they used like Mick Foley, right? Like, I think Cactus was used fine, but ultimately, it was time for him to go away and. The thing is, bro, he's more known as mankind by a large audience than he is Cactus. Yeah. Even though I still see him as Cactus. It's like, ain't it crazy, bro, how, how they just, bro, there's so many dudes that went there and just got rich. <laughs> how do you have a record, a track record of, Undertaker and Austin, you let out of your grip. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, it's not that you, like, let them slip away. You told them to go fuck off because you thought they weren't going to do shit. It's not like WWE scooped them away. Like, oh, fuck, we got to scoop up these guys. They fucking told them to go fuck themselves. And, and, but, but also, always remember this. Doc... Remember when we watched the Stone Cold documentary on A&E and what Vince said about Austin? He didn't think he had it either. He didn't think he had it. He's like, yeah. I, I just figured this is a Texas accent guy. I, you know, I, I, didn't think, I, I didn't think he'd be anything. Like, he did not. So, as much as we're beating up WCW for firing Austin and just not re-signing <laughs> Callaway, oh, what the fuck, man? They said, I don't they said the same thing. They said the same thing about Mark Calloway. Like, okay, he's just a, a big, tall, you know, basketball player. Ole Anderson, brilliant wrestling mind. Ah, he don't have nothing. Come on, bro. <sighs> well, let's keep moving. Uh, they show a replay of Stan Hansen and, Va- and uh, Vader at Wrestle War. Then we see. Uh, match with Big Josh versus Rob Morgan with Big, Big Josh beating up Rob Morgan. Paulie says, man, this guy's stupid. Please get this guy in education. Talking about Big Josh. And then the copy we have is cut off. So I looked we it up. We missed the one-man gang, bruh. We oh, did. really? Yeah, he's he's coming into the, I'm going to say territory so I get some hate mail from somebody. <laughs> it's a promotion. Uh, yeah. So Does one that man mean we gang. We change the name of this to booking the promotion. No, no, never. Book it, bitch. So one man gang did wrestle on this taping against Tommy Angel, and there was also a promo with one man gang, Kevin Sullivan and Teddy Long. Now one man gang is if you've never seen him during this era, 
it's different. Um, I, I so. guess if you think back to Kevin Sullivan's like Dungeon of Doom, I think it was one of those guys. It's worse than Dungeon of Doom because gang ends up working in WCW where he's actually the gang. He doesn't have like face paint on and stupid shit. He's he's kind of like this maniacal kind of maniac crazy man is the best way for me to describe it. As Sullivan is like this devil worshiping dude. WCW does their thing, I guess. Anyway, so on that note, we need to make sure we hand out some Rolexes and rate this episode. I'd say this episode wasn't as good as some of the past ones that we've seen. But before we uh, rate it, hand out the Rolexes, I want to remind you, please become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And yes, just like last week, if you would like a free trial, you have to email me at bookintheterritory at gmail.com to get your free trial on Patreon. One month, free, one month. Bookintheterritory at gmail.com. Don't DM me. Don't send me a Facebook message. Got to email me for the offer, and I will send you the details with how to take advantage of that free month. Okay, um, Doc, do you want to rate it or hand out the... Uh, I always get confused. Uh, you always like to do the, the rating first. Yeah. Uh, see, si, it's correcto. Okay. Let's hear it. So we're- we're rating it? Yeah. yeah. Man, we had two big matches and a big debut. I, I'm going to go as high as a B plus. There you go. I'm at a B. Harper, you caught half of it. What do you give it? I give it an A. Even that promo you cut on the... Latino telephone pole? That's mm-hmm. your words, not mine. I don't don't uh uh-huh You me. said that. You said it. And why do you not like wrestling? A B. Right, that's lazy. That's just what you gave it last week. You're just hitting copy and paste. Yeah. Who are you talking real? to? You. You. You the one who gives stuff D's around here half the time. I gave it a B plus this week because that's what it deserved. Wow. Okay. That's nice. Lazy booking. Lazy booking. <laughs> uh, Doc, I had to look it up because I was not sure of the word for uh, pole in Spanish. Poste. It's not, it's not poste. Mine said poste. My, uh, my translator. Oh, okay. What is it? It doesn't sound right. I guess, well, <laughs> I guess that would be that type of pole. Well, I mean, what other kind of fucking pole? Oh, like a pole, like the voters' pole, like voters' pole. Thought... Say you said they support the blah blah blah. I thought he was. About to say, I thought he was getting ready to what? talk about the pole that was balls deep in the diamond door. Yeah, I thought he was about to break into. It says pole in Spanish. Says it says polo, right? Oh wait. I hate to break this to you, Harper, but you don't just add an O to everything in Spanish. <laughs> I got something for y'all when we stop recording. I'm going to ask y'all a question about something that I've been dying for for weeks. Okay, uh, Rolex, who are you giving yours to, Doc? As much as I want to give it to that complete drug-addled floozy that came out there 
<laughs> and basically did everything but stick her tongue in Oliver Humperdinck's ear. Because mm-hmm. she's a personal favorite of mine now. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Owen for coming out on the big stage and, and being impressive. All right. I'm giving mine to Owen, too. That's nice. Who gave me yours, Hugh Hopper? Give it to, to the, the whore. Co- yeah, yeah, to the cokehead chick. <laughs> she went to the is a champion. I want to fuck the champion. <laughs> but you want to y'all is the world heavyweight champion. She walks in and doesn't know who the champion is, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. All right. How many ropes oh. got shot across her nose that oh day? Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? She's like, where's Hog Hogan at? <laughs> I, I love his cartoon. Where is Hog Hogan at? I love his cartoon. My kid my kid has his lunchbox. Bruh. It's Harper's, Harper's spitting some truth. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck indeed? Son of a <laughs> bitch! What happened to the road warriors? <laughs> Busting, you know, uh, baby got baby dolls guts out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't huh. with y'all sometimes. Why? All right. Well, before hey, before we do really get out of here, I do need to remind everyone: Hopper is still creating videos and video shoutouts and giving out relationship advice. Uh, to anyone, do it for you or someone you love, or if you want him to cut a promo, that's some of the best ones when he cuts promos on people. Uh, all you got to do is email him, Chris Hopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Chris Hopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com, and then PayPal him to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. PayPal him 20 bucks. Make sure when you send him an email, you are very descriptive in what you want in your video. No, he will not put anything in his butthole for you. Oh. Um, but if your video needs props, you will need to send him a little bit of extra money uh, <laughs> to pay for the prop. And also, in addition to that, when we're talking about props, remember inflation. So while he's only charging 20 bucks, make sure you send him enough money to cover the prop. Again, send him it, send it to him at PayPal. Uh, 20 bucks or more for props at cc30388cc at yahoo.com. I haven't got one in say? forever. I guess those power bills are fucking y'all up. Bro. Yeah. Inflation ain't no joke, man. This is. I know, huh? It's just. It's, the hits keep coming. The gift that keeps on giving, bro. I mean, yeah. it's just off the wall. It's crazy. It is. Uh, Doc, anything else before we get out of here from you? Uh, I don't believe so. I am going to uh, work on why I am getting constantly having notes eaten by this gimmick. And the minute you bring it up to Mrs. Doc, she's going to oh, be I, like, I can't do that. What's wrong? She's going to be like, what are you saying? I mean, is, I, guess, so, I guess this is, I guess this is my fault. That's, that's the one you're going to get. That's the one <laughs> I'm going to get. So somehow this is my fault. Yeah. It's, well, it's, whose fault could it be? That's nice. They always want to solve a problem that does not need solving. And then get mad when they mess it all up. Mess it all up. Wait, why are you mad at me? Shouldn't that be the other way around? Yeah, I should be mad at you. 
But you'd be wrong if you left that thing on the table and just stopped using it, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't do that. Exactly. You know I yeah. can't do that. I know. I know. That's why I said that. Okay. Um. Well, Hopper, you got anything else before we get out of here? Let's roll. Yeah, let's shut this thing down. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>